after buzzers, before we move on, we would like to say thanks to our sponsor, Anchor. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free. Plus, there's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Also, Anchor will distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. Plus, you can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. And it's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. What's up, After Buzzers? Welcome to episode five of All American Bring the Pain. And that's exactly what we're bringing. There's a lot of pain here because we're going to be talking about Layla's intervention, Spencer's eventual breakdown, and Jordan's pregnancy. Stay tuned. I'm Maria Menunos, and you're tuned in to After Buzz TV, the ESPN of TV talk. Now, let the buzz we have such an incredible show for you guys today. It's super exciting. Sierra has been killing it with the guest bookings. Oh we have another special guest for you. I'm so excited for all of us to interview him. It's going to be amazing. Uh, but the way we're basically breaking down this episode is we're talking about the three topics I teased earlier, and we're going into a very, very heavy analysis of each of these characters because this is probably the heaviest episode we've had yet. So we're talking about Layla's intervention, Spencer's breakdown, the pregnancy with Jordan, and um, obviously Olivia and Jordan's surprise party. And then we are going to do a special one-on-one interview with our special guest. You're not going to see him until a second uh, from now. But first, I'm your host, Mina. And to my left, we have Sierra Chanel. It's me, Sierra. I'm back. She's our astrology expert. <laughs> she likes to tie astrology with the show and do some incredible character breakdowns. Mina, you're too good to her me. astrology <laughs> lens. And to her left, we have our special guest. You guys, he plays JJ on All American. This is Hunter Cloudis. Ah, thank you. Thank you. We're so excited to have you. Happy to be here. You definitely brought the comic relief this episode. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. We're so excited to talk about it. We, we loved every second of that. Awesome. Um, and... To his left, we have Zakia. <laughs> Every single episode, she brings a fresh perspective. We love it. We had such a great time with Grace on last week's episode. So if you haven't seen that, make sure you go back to last week and watch that as well, because that was a really great sit-down interview. Um, but let's get right into it. What were your overall thoughts of Bring the Pain? Okay, my overall thoughts. We know that I love Asher. <laughs> and I, like, kind of judged Layla. Like, Layla, Layla can literally never catch a break. But when they had their moment at the end of the episode, I was like, I don't even care about the things I cared about before. This is what I needed. <laughs> I needed to see them come together. I was so happy. I cried. Oh, I'm overwhelmed. <laughs> That's all I want to talk it was about. Definitely, it was definitely teased uh, in last week's episode. I just didn't think yeah. it was going to happen that quickly. <sighs> Takia. I was full of emotions. I felt like they gave a great dynamic of, oh my god, this is horrible, I'm sad, and I was super excited for Olivia and her new romance. And it was, it was a lot. Um, I think the fact that Layla's father is back really puts me on edge, and I can't wait till next episode because I need to know what is going on. What is going on. So, Hunter, you got to do the entire table read for this episode. Yes, yes. And I know it gets a little confusing because now the episodes kind of start blending together. You You don't always get to watch the episode in its entirety, but you know way more than all of us do. You know what's happening, what, episode 10, I'm guessing? Uh, Yeah, I actually was working on 11 this morning. 
Wow. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, so we're on 11 right now. So a lot's happened since then. So much. Wow. <laughs> so much. Like, you guys, yeah, yeah, it's, uh, it's really cool how, I don't know, I guess we built upon season one into this season two. Uh, and the layers that we've created and the depth that is really there and everyone's starting to really see that and feel that. And I feel like each character is kind of sinking into their own, mm-hmm. or should I say rising into their own, and kind of becoming their own uh, entity. And it's cool when you ha- when you start having your favorites at this point. Right. Uh, and you start pulling for people because you do kind of build this relationship uh, with them as the show goes on and as more and more things happen but I'm telling you if you loved five you're gonna love six you're gonna love six. Like, it, I know like, this I is know. crazy yeah. this, yeah. this was this literally crazy. the turning point for me and honestly yeah. with my overall thoughts I do not say this lightly. This was actually my favorite episode we've had thus far. Because they managed to squeeze all these things into it. Mm. And I know I always say every week. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Wow, we're hitting like a a hard-hitting topic this week. But now we're even getting into the pro-life, pro-choice debate. I know they're like hinting at that because of the pregnancy. There's a lot going on. I feel like there's nothing that is taboo for all American. And you mentioned, you know, we all have our favorites. And we do because every week we have our MVP and we're going to do that segment this week as well where we talk about who our MVP of this week's episode is. But who would you say your favorite characters are on the show that resonate the most with you? Uh, You know, something that I love about my character, JJ, is he is uh, alike uh, or in line with me as far as good-hearted, charismatic, uh, (laughs) fun-loving, genuine. But he's totally opposite uh, compared to me when it comes to all the partying and the being crazy. That's not me at all. Wow. So, yeah, yeah, right? <laughs> uh, that's not me at all. So to get to play that and to get to really bring that has been so fun for me to explore. I mean, who who doesn't dream of going to work and just partying for like 8 to 12 hours and uh, calling it a day? I mean, it's great. So he's, you know, I, I, I do have this love for him. Mm-hmm. And for for his spirit, in the sense that he's trying so hard to to find out who he is, and I think his pursuit of that is masked a bit more than others because he puts on this uh, you know super happy everything's good, but everybody's life has ups and downs. Mm-hmm. So you just wonder at what point is he going to go through something where he dips? Because at this point he really hasn't. Right. Uh, he's just kind of wild and free and young and reckless, which is great, but there's repercussions for your actions. So I'm wondering when that is going to come into play and when might we see something happen that hits him so hard that he has to kind of change, uh, that he has to mature. Because right now he's pretty immature. I love what you say, we're wondering when that's going to happen. You're yeah. already know. You're already know. I might. Like, yeah, I, I feel I'm like right. I'm here like, trying to like, read your mind <laughs> yeah, right. and say, what it? does JJ know yeah. that we don't know? Oh, oh <laughs> right my gosh. Oh my gosh. But there's so much going on. And yeah, yeah it's crazy because 
you know, he's such a fun-loving person, mm-hmm. but we all, you know, realize that about Layla, we're like, oh, she's perfect, but nobody is perfect, yeah. and that was demonstrated yeah. so clearly this episode, and I definitely want us to all talk about that. Let's talk about Layla's intervention. You know, this is obviously something where they people tried to get involved in her life in the past, it didn't work, but we start out this week's episode with an intervention where it's not just Spencer, it's Laura, it's finally her dad is back in the picture, you know, it's Olivia, it's every possible person, and it's framed in a way where it's like, look at all the people who love you, mm-hmm. but she interprets it as, I can't believe you guys are all doing this and putting me on the spot. Mm-hmm. What do you think about the way this was arranged? Do you think it was fair for the intervention to play out that way? Or do you think that Layla was being ambushed? I mean, I feel like she definitely feels a bit disconnected from, like, her dad, for example, so it was hard for her to completely feel that this was a genuine moment. You know what I mean? And there's no right way to have an intervention with someone. Like, I understand that she was defensive, but it, like, needed to happen. Mm Mm-hmm. Needed. Yeah, yeah. I feel like I usually always say no one's ready to change unless they're themselves are ready to change. But Layla being young and yeah. being depressed and having now we know her mother was suffering from depression. Mm-hmm. They needed to do that. I think yeah. again, her dad is really a disappointment to me, and I want to know more of his story as to why he's always leaving. Um, I think you hinted maybe Layla mom possibly had committed suicide. We're allegedly, we're hinting, we think. Um, but I, I think at this point, there was no other way for Layla to get it. And it's it just had to be placed in her face. And yeah. whatever the repercussions are, they're going to be, she'll get it eventually, unfortunately. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but it might be the best for her. Yeah. Yeah. I'll, I'll, let me follow up on that. So, so do you guys think the way that it went down, uh, very publicly, mm-hmm. and, and you know, take into account our age, mm-hmm. uh, we're juniors, mm-hmm. um, so so all the pressure that just comes with being that age alone. Right. Do you think that, although she might have needed that, do you think that was the right way to do it? Yeah, you know, I personally don't think it was the right way to do it. And when she made the comment to her father, why couldn't you have pulled me on the side and just been a good dad? Mm. Totally. Why couldn't you do that? Mm. And it's crazy that every single person had to get involved, Mm -hmm. and that was the way that they approached her, when they already did what they were supposed to do. They called her dad, they said, hey, this is the situation. And I don't know if it was his idea to say, hey, like, back me up here, because it's hard for him to have that one-on-one conversation with her when he hasn't earned her respect as a father. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. if you were absent mm-hmm. for this amount of time and now you're going to intervene, I can totally understand, hey, like, why does she have any reason to open up to you when you've been absent from her yeah. life? Mm-hmm. But then again, well, how are we going to solve this situation with every single person present? I think that it was a little extreme to have the doctor there, to have the friends there. It would have been nice if it was just her father and her, and then they were there as backup, Mm. so that the conversation was introduced in a more intimate setting. Not, hey, especially for a girl who prides herself on her image of perfection, I think that must take a devastating blow to her ego and her pride, and must make her feel humiliated in some sort of way. So that's my opinion. What did you think about it? I mean, I think that you really (laughs) hit the nail on the head, like... Her dad hasn't been present. He hasn't been around. And as of right now, he hasn't even established himself as being her father. Like, she doesn't even see him as that type of person. Mm. And I don't know. It just didn't feel genuine. It didn't feel authentic. It needed to happen, but I agree that was not 
the best way for it to happen. I actually think differently. And I only say this because thinking how Layla would think she's in denial. She mm. doesn't want help. She's ma- totally. manipulating everyone or trying to. Even with her father during the intervention, she's like, I don't need this. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. I'm just suffering. Why haven't arm. you been there making him feel guilty? So in what way are we actually going to place this in her face and say, listen, this is what it is. I know you don't like to see it right now, but I'm telling you what it is. Now right. we can circle back around and we mm-hmm. can try this again, but yeah. here's your plate. <laughs> yeah. 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 It's interesting how it transitioned from all of that, from the intervention to, you know, Layla trying to get out of being with her dad, who's the one person she wants. She mm-hmm. wants her dad to be present, and he finally is present, and she's like, you know what, I have a project with JJ. Yeah. And yeah. we have a sociology project. Yeah. And she's like, yeah. we do? Yeah. What? And yeah. I felt like in that moment I could totally relate to you, and I was like, oh my god, what did I forget now? Yeah. <laughs> like that fear, and it was so endearing and adorable, oh but also, gosh. like, such an airhead moment. Yeah, right? yeah. Well, it brought well, the comic relief. Yeah, I, 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 you know, I didn't remember it. I didn't remember the project that we had. So I didn't know, uh, I, I tried to give a beat there where it did hit me like, oh wait, maybe you're talking about something else. Are we on the same like wavelength here? And uh, so I hope that read, but yeah, definitely, you know, when, when she stops me at the hangout and, and she calls me over, I think people kind of come to me to bail them out a lot mm-hmm. because they know that uh, I'm the guy for that. Uh, and I, it's really cool to, to, to have that role and I feel like everyone knows someone like that mm-hmm. who almost is above the law or is so privileged where they don't really have the, the repercussions that everyone else seemingly has. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, so yeah, I'm, I'm glad I could, uh, you know, I, I mean, I can kind of take credit for, for the intervention almost. I mean, it did happen at my house. <laughs> yeah. And, and had we not had that rager, I mean, maybe they wouldn't have shown up. And I don't know, guys. I'm just That's saying. true. Just Your saying. character is literally just so silly. Uh-huh. Yeah, I was yeah. this earlier. It's just, I, I love it. Yeah. JJ's yeah. the best. You know the yeah. scene where you're panting and you're out of breath and you're like, oh my god, I, I don't know where Jordan is. I don't know. Yeah. Like, the fact that the, the most intimidating person you have to answer to is Laura, who you will face no repercussions with no. because she's not no. your mom. Yeah, yeah. It's just, it just shows like the amount of privilege you have in that yeah. sphere where it's the party's at your house. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, yeah. this was... In a huge part, you were doing because you were the person to execute Layla's master yeah. plan. Yeah. Okay, this and master plan was hilarious. Yeah. Like we kidnapped you so we technically. Asked. I'm like, what? Really, yeah, yeah. And I'm trying to understand what yeah. he was actually saying. And I think my favorite part was a, a little with the um, you taking them into the van and saying yeah. it's a surprise. Yeah. 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 In that, in that in. moment. I literally thought that there was something going on with Coop and her friends, and this oh was God, some yeah. sort of, oh, right. you know, yeah. I just, I, I imagined the worst. Good. I was like, what's happening? Yeah. I'm like, well, who are these people? Like, yeah. why does it have some weird number on the van? And and then it registered, and I was like, let's rewind it and right. watch it again, because it was so funny. That was such a fun scene. Uh, David McWhorter directed the episode, and he's a big kid himself. He's so talented, and we had so much fun. We shot it uh, at the back lot of Warner Brothers which is where we shoot the show. And uh, we, we just kept shooting the scene because he wanted to get little pieces. And I know it's cut together super quick, but we spent a, a, a good amount of time on that. And we were all laughing so hard in between takes. And it's really cool to have that chemistry with the cast and the crew 
uh, and all the creatives, be it the writers, the producers. It really is like a family, mm-hmm. and I think it shows in the show how connected we are, and we really are having a blast uh, making this thing, so we're so happy that it's resonating the way that it is. What was the costume that you wore? Like, there was something <laughs> weird on your face. What Literally. was that? It was, was it prosthetic? No, no, no. It was pantyhose. Oh, yes. what? I pulled over my head. <laughs> oh, my God. And, uh... And yeah, yeah. So so Robert Dottie uh, is who wrote the episode. And fun fact, he's actually a co-writer on Eleven, which I shot this morning. So um, yeah, all the writers are just tremendous. They're so creative, and they're willing to push the bounds and try things. And then we just kind of go out there and, and try and pull them off. And and it's cool to to have a show where everybody has a lot of faith in each other. Mm-hmm. It gives you so much freedom to try things because you know that we can either nail it or we can figure it out as we go. We can pull it off. And when you have that amount of faith in everyone around you, you can really make something special because you can be truthful. Definitely. Were there a lot of bloopers in that scene when you're doing that and you're reshooting it? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You take it seriously. Yeah, yeah, ripping the the pantyhose (laughs) off. I could never get it right. Uh, Like, like it'd be stuck (laughs) on half of my face. And, uh, yeah, there's always bloopers. I think uh, Sam was hitting her shins super hard in the van because we didn't have a pad (laughs) to cover that part. Once they dove in, they dove on a big pad. And so, yeah, there's, there's a lot of little nuances that... You don't see when you watch the show, but mm-hmm. being there, it's like, wow, like, we're actually, like, it's, it, she's going to wake up tomorrow and kind of feel like she got kidnapped. <laughs> yeah. You know, we're really doing it. So, so yeah, yeah. there there were a, a few bloopers for sure. I, I do want to ask one question. Okay, you guys are always on the Warner Brothers lot. I work yes. on the Warner Brothers lot. Oh, amazing. And y'all are always, like, taking Snapchat videos, Instagram videos mm-hmm. of y'all in the gym. Yeah, 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 What yeah. do y'all do in the gym? Uh, I think I'll just have fun. Especially Michael and Daniel. Yeah. Uh, I've, I've put in the work. I see. Uh, yeah. <laughs> your Instagram. <laughs> um, no, those guys are the best. And, and, and they work super hard with Scott, their trainer. Mm-hmm. And uh, But, yeah, I think they, they horse around quite a bit. But I think that's fun. I think that's what uh, fitness should be and staying healthy should be. You know, if it feels like a chore, who wants to do a chore every day? But if you can make it fun and have a laugh and do it with friends – and I'm all for it. So, mm-hmm. so yeah, that's really cool, though. Yeah. Do you so. work out every day? Six days a week. That's Six out day. of seven. Good for you. Yeah, yeah pretty, pretty much every day. It it, it kind of grounds me. It's kind of my foundation. I grew yeah. up uh, on a farm mm-hmm. in Chattanooga, Tennessee, and uh, it's just kind of always been in my blood. I was very athletic growing up, and sports were a, a big foundation of my life. So through that, uh, I would train for them, and then I just kind of fell in love with the lessons that. I learned through lifting, but I was able to implement in real life. Mm-hmm. Uh, just uh, accountability, hard work. You know, if you if you believe in yourself, you can achieve things like that. Mm-hmm. I was able to do it in real life, uh, but I learned it. And I always say I try to learn the macro from the micro. So I try to learn big picture things through small things. So if I'm doing bench press and I fail, okay, cool. How can I not fail? And if I learn it in a safe space like that, then I can go out in life and say, okay, I want to be an actor. Mm-hmm. And if I fail, how can I still navigate and be an actor? Or whatever your dream right. is. Totally. So, so yeah, I try, to, I try to learn the big picture from the small because the, the risk is smaller. So you don't lose as much. But mm-hmm. you can still learn the same lessons. It's still ABC, right. one, two, three. Mm-hmm. Does that mean, when you say you try to learn the big picture from the small, does that mean you try to separate yourself from the outcome? where you're just looking at things in manageable chunks? Or what does that look like to you in terms of, you know, 
looking at the bigger picture? What does that look like on a daily basis of trying to achieve <clears throat> your goals? So I'm, I'm a big fan of building your character to, to set up dreams and goals that you don't even know that you have. Uh, I think you can only give as much as you are. Mm-hmm. So I try to focus on being the best human being I can be because in turn that'll make me a better actor. If I just focus on being a better actor, that's cool. I may make some gains, but then what if I need to do something else? What if I want to direct an episode? Well, suddenly I'm like real short on that end. But if I just focus on being a better human, then everything kind of levels up at the same time. Mm-hmm. And especially because it's a long game, as I always say. So over the course of your career, over the course of your life, you know, we, we really um, not take for granted, but don't realize how much time uh, there actually is to reach those goals and dreams. We want to do it now. We want to mm-hmm. accomplish it now. We want that. We want to go work out and see it now. And it doesn't always work like that. Uh, but I think if you can if you can have that that vision for the long the long game, mm-hmm. then uh, but you can still work in the short game. Then um, I think that that's how you can ultimately um, kind of find yourself in a position where you can kind of go in any direction and be successful. Are you sure you're a millennial? Because I feel like this, <laughs> right. is, this is not a millennial way of thinking. Oh, I'm well, like, I need to grow up. <laughs> well, well, uh, thank y'all. Uh, to touch on that, I think a lot of time what gets the spotlight mm-hmm. is maybe not the right thing. What gets the spotlight is maybe the wrong thing, the silly thing. So there's kind mm. of this uh, negative connotation or this stereotype that's placed upon us. But I think there's so many beautiful and bright people out there that don't get the credit because it's not popular. Mm-hmm. But I'm telling you, over the long game, it, it plays. It works. Uh, you just got to have that vision and just stay true to you. Stay true to what's right. Because mm-hmm. what what's right isn't always popular mm-hmm. in the moment. Mm-hmm. But over the course of it, it, it really does play. That is such I a think, sports yeah. mindset. I, I have a that. question. That's great. <laughs> Speaking on, um, you know, what's not popular, mm. it seemed as if All-American wasn't going to be, mm. going to have a second season. Yeah. And then all of a sudden... Netflix came and here we are, second season. Yeah. What were your first words, thoughts when you found out, hey, we have a second season? I was yeah. all my friends. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I, I think I was actually going to the gym uh-huh. and Cody Christian, who plays Asher on the show, called me and said, bro. And I said, what's up? And he said, we got a season two. And I just <laughs> I just went off on the phone. And How did you do it? Uh, how did I do? I, I blow out everybody's ears right now. Um, I think I just yelled. I was, again, I was r- right outside my car. Um, people were looking like, oh, no, what, what's, what's wrong with him? But I was just overjoyed. And that's really a testament to, again, the cast that we have. Like, he called me. He got the news. He called me right away. Um, and we were just overjoyed. I think he called yeah. all the guys, actually. Uh, Cody's so a man. Cute. Cody's great. I know. Yeah. love him. Yeah. It's like, I feel like that's usually something you hear from your agent. And yeah, the yeah, fact yeah. that you heard it from another <laughs> he, cast yeah, yeah, shows the camaraderie everybody. between yeah. everybody. And I yeah. think that's something that we talked about last week. Like, that really shows is that yeah. you guys are all friends and you're all Snapchatting yes. and posting on Instagram. And yeah, and I, and I think that that's why the, the season two happened. Mm-hmm. Um, and they gave us another shot to continue telling the story because... Uh, what we were doing was real and truthful and although we may not have had the initial eyeballs the initial attention I think when people see the truth they gravitate towards it yeah. uh, because sometimes unfortunately it can be far and few between uh, especially nowadays when everything is so like smoke and mirrors mm-hmm. when you can just tell the truth unfiltered and be raw and real people vibe with that 
Right. You know? I. Yeah. What is your sign? That's what we need to know. <laughs> yeah. So, <laughs> Oct- you know? October 23rd is, is the birthday. Yeah, it's like a Libra Scorpio cuff. Cuff, cuff. yeah. Yeah. Okay, perfect. You, you have all you need to do yeah. zero. I'm like, we're gonna make everything make sense. Um, so I do want to continue talking about Layla and, and talk about like this heavy subject matter, um, because obviously we have the surprise party. Uh, we were just talking about Asher a second ago about Cody Christensen, uh, and yeah, obviously something crazy happens where Layla thinks she's being cheated on. Well, they're technically broken up, but she mm-hmm. sees Spencer with that other girl, and Rochelle. she's like, you know what? Yeah. I, I'm not okay with Rochelle. I'm leaving, and I'm gonna make out with Asher. Yeah. In true cancer fashion. Yeah. <laughs> true emotional <laughs> cancer fashion. Yeah. So, Rochelle um, was canceled. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, like, I, we predicted this. Like, I said, mm. this is gonna happen. This is gonna be the final straw, so... What did he think about all of that? I mean, poor Asher, who's in love with Olivia. We all know it. (laughs) Oh, my God. I just, I, like, literally am glowing. I was so upset, but I'm just happy that Asher had his moment at the end. Mm -hmm. I, like, can't stop thinking about it. It was literally so cute. Like, that's why I watch TV. It was so cute. Oh, that's amazing. I can't. I, like, can't stop smiling, literally. That's exactly what you said at the end. You're like, this is why we watch TV, people. It was just so cute. Like, that's why you watch these, like, teenage drama Mm -hmm. shows, because it's, like, Whenever people are in love or whenever people are feeling anything so intensely, like, you just feel that. Like, you feel like those butterflies and how intense all those little feelings are, and it just takes you back to that place. Yeah. <laughs> I, I love it. I did, too. I, and I think everyone knew Olivia, not Olivia, but Layla is overreacting, and she's yeah. out of her element and zone. <laughs> she's just someone else. So I don't think anyone's really paying attention to her actions as far as what she's doing to others, it's more of her behavior, like her emotional behavior, and just they're sincerely worried about her, which yeah. is still, it's just, if you think of it from a, a friend point of view, you're like taken back by it. Like, I can't, I'm a loss from wor- with words because they're actually like, this is my friend, I love her, and we're concerned about her emotions. So mm-hmm. it's beautiful to watch, but it's sad because she's spiraling, but. I mean, obviously, like, right after all of that happened, she had her breakup with Olivia, mm-hmm. and she's like, never talk to me again. It's it's just, it's crazy because she sets up the surprise party, she texts Laura a picture of Olivia and Jordan. Bad intentions. And then after all of that, she kisses Asher, and then she has the audacity to break up with Olivia and tell Olivia to never talk to her again. <sighs> what is going on? This is, like, the weirdest, like, gaslighting I've ever seen where it's, like, you did this. Like, she's just out of control. And Mm -hmm. in that moment where she has the fight with Olivia, I literally started tearing up. I was, like, why am I crying? This is crazy. It was Mm -hmm. so powerful. It was so sad. How did you feel watching that? You. (laughs) I'm sorry. I keep looking at the chat. Everyone is, like, JJ is my favorite. We Uh, love JJ. It's just so cute. uh, Um, Someone else in here was, like, I love Asher, and he deserves to be happy, which was very cute. Asher and Olivia, we stand. Kill a cam. I agree. (laughs) Um, Everyone in the chat is, like, super involved right now, which I love. They're saying saying JJ and Asher are my favorite guys. So, yeah. Yeah. Kill a cam said, Layla went stupid tonight. 
right. Yo. Yeah. I'm like, you are not wrong, Pillow yeah. Cam. You're People are wrong. getting really into this, and I think yeah. there's so much engagement here, even in the live chat, because it feels so raw and so real, and yeah. the fact that you guys are all friends and are connected in real life, and you yeah. guys are shooting all these episodes together, we feel it. Like, mm-hmm. we feel the love. We even feel the angst. Like, we feel yeah. all uh, of it. And it's We just, love teenage angst. We love it. We love it. <laughs> we love it. It's yeah. very engrossing, very captivating, and the fact that they always tie it to a larger issue. So now yes. we finally have a title behind it. You know, Layla has major depressive disorder. Mm. She talks to her dad, and there seems to be some concern there because then we find out that her mom had major depressive disorder. And obviously with something like mental illness, it tends to be hereditary. Mm. So there obviously seems to be some underlying story that we're not fully getting that I feel like we're going to get eventually. But... It just reminds you that even the characters that you don't like or, you know, Zakia was saying, I don't like her dad, but I feel like there's a story there. Yes. And it's like, yeah, there's probably a story there that, that we don't know about. Can you speak a little bit to that about kind of the unknown of characters that we think are either happy on the outside or bad on the outside, that there's so much more complexity there? Can you speak to that? Uh, you, you killed it with there is so much more complexity there. And... Uh, which is so truthful to us all, really, you know, yeah. and everyone watching. There's so many levels, and when you have an interaction with someone, uh, be it long or short, you can only get so deep in that allotted amount of time. Therefore, other people can only know you to a, a certain degree. Uh, but how people know you is kind of how you rank your social status. It's kind of how you feel about yourself. And that's dangerous. Uh, and I don't know what the solution is, but I do think that that's a problem because then you start getting into uh, how people view you is how you view yourself, and that's not always the truth, you know? Because um, a lot of times, like I said, people just see us in preview fashion. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that's that's when I go back to, to the to you got to know your own character, you got to know your own truth, and you got to live it uh, fearlessly mm-hmm. and hold on to that because the world kind of doesn't appreciate that. But um, you got to find people and surround yourself with people who do care. And, and who can build you up. To speak to the complexity, though, I will say this. Our writers are incredible. <laughs> mm-hmm. And every problem that we've had in the show thus far has had a resolve. So, I think that this like, spill the tea. <laughs> shall be no different. Okay. Uh, and I will say in the coming episodes that... <laughs> A lot of of very truthful moments are to come that I think fans are absolutely going to love. And at the end of every table read, literally, I push my script in front of me. I am speechless. And I look at the writers, and we all clap, and we thank them. That was a good way to not answer the question. For a, for a quick second, I thought you were going to give us a spoiler. We all leaned in. We all felt it, and you just took it away from us. You just took that joy away from us. So we're going to be tuning in. I was like, we're going somewhere. My personal prediction, because I never see your parents and you have a large home, is mm. that you're and you're just over the top. I think maybe you're suffering from some type of depression, or maybe you want your family to be involved. Um, that's my overall prediction. I don't mm-hmm. know if it's going to come true. 
You guys, we, we do have two other storylines that are super important, and I we have to get to them yes. before we run out of time. But obviously the downward spiral with Spencer is a huge storyline, and it goes in this pathway on the show everywhere from the letter from Corey to the fight with Darnell to dinner with Cliff Mosley and him saying, what is this, some sort of plantation, to the talk with Cliff Mosley's mm. daughter, and then to the eventual breakdown with Grace where Spencer says... Why am I not enough? If it's not that he didn't want it, like he didn't want to take a paternity test, we're talking about um, Corey James right mm-hmm, now. Mm-hmm. If it wasn't that, and it wasn't Dylan, then it was obviously me talking about Spencer James right now. And he has that breakdown that we saw teased last week at the end of the episode. Why am I not enough? And he starts crying. It goes back to what you say about how even like the star athlete or the perfect personality. Yeah can have inner demons of their own. And that was super emotional as well. Mm-hmm. What are your thoughts? That was tear-jerking, especially yeah. for him to feel like he's not enough. And then on top of he's already suffering from Layla and that whole experience. But I think the love from your father and having him disappear and reappear in your life is a lot for someone who is a teenager. Yeah. Um, I respect Spencer for trying to be there for his brother in a more fatherly figure way, but I think that right now he does he needs to be there for himself because it looks like his mm-hmm. brother is mm-hmm. handling it a little bit easier than he is. Yeah. <laughs> right? Yeah. We never like see Spencer lose his cool like that, mm-hmm. which I feel like is what made me kind of emotional in that moment because he's always like emotionally supportive, and even if he's upset, he like finds a way to kind of like deal with his own emotions. Mm-hmm. But like to see him like flip the switch and, like, go off, I was like, he is going through it. Yeah. Right. I feel like your assessment of him being a Libra has shifted, but we'll get to that in next <laughs> week's episode. I have notes on this. We'll talk about it next <laughs> you, time. Yeah, you have other thoughts on this. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, obviously, that was a very heavy storyline. I want to dig even more into it in next week's episode, but we have to, have to, have to mm-hmm. get on to uh, the pregnancy with Jordan. Mm. Here he has three girls that he slept with separately. Each of them are looking at him Jordan, in the Jordan, party. Jordan. There's some weird hide-and-seek game that that yeah. I, you concocted. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hide and go get it. Hide, yes. and, go get hide it. and go yeah. get it. Where whoever finds you, you gotta get it on. And um, like, we, what these high schoolers? Just, right. I mean, it right. used to be spin the bottle. Now it's yeah. now it's love and love. It used to be just kissing. Now it's completely hooking up. I, I've heard of hide and go get it. I've never done it. <laughs> I'm, I'm so out of the loop. You're like, I'm better at it. I know what this is about. I am so out of the high school loop right now. I'm just I'm kidding. Again. Yeah. Uh, what is going on with Jordan? This is crazy. Like, another thing. Now it's the pregnancy scare. What do we think is going to happen? Predictions for this specifically. I don't know what's going to happen with that, but I'm just, like, so upset with myself for not seeing this coming. Like, he's literally been hooking up with, like, every single person that, like, he sees. And then, like, I don't know why I was so shocked. Usually I think I can predict things much better. Do you think he's going to confide in J.J.? They do kind of have that camaraderie. JJ has don't probably they? already been through this entire situation. <laughs> like he's just like, yeah, yeah, I'll I be able to. I did this before. I'll handle yeah, it. Exactly. Um, yeah, yeah, definitely. I think uh, Jordan is trying to figure out his role and, and his passion and his dreams, and he was really crushed by Billy and and the whole thing with Laura and that coming out, and he he's still kind of hasn't found his footing Mm -hmm. and he's trying to navigate the best way a 17 year old boy can 
uh, who's just won a state championship, QB1, that's a lot. Mm -hmm. That's a lot of pressure um, to kind of live up to. So with that pressure has to be some release. And I don't think he's doing it in the most mature way. (laughs) But it's like, it's hard to to fault him. You almost Mm -hmm. have to relate with the pain he's going through Mm -hmm. is in some ways equal to to Layla's pain. They're just releasing it differently. Mm -hmm. Right. Um, But Like she breaks up, but he hooks up. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) And and he acts out, she acts in. Mm Mm-hmm. Through self harm, but but he's acting out and harming others in a sense. Right. Mm-hmm. So so it's just different ways of dealing with pain, but I think um, I think it's 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 truthful because you know I think at any age really, but especially in these years of these characters, there's so much pressure to have it figured out, mm-hmm. and I don't. I mean, dare I say we never figure it out, you know, mm-hmm. ever. Don't. Like no. there's no yeah. finish line. It's just you just keep going. And in high school especially, there's so much pressure to have it figured out, mm-hmm. to know what you're going to do, to know who you're going to be with, to know what everything. And, and it's like, you know, question marks, and you've got no periods for what they're asking. So, yeah. so he's just trying to find his way. You know? mm-hmm. Yeah, like a normal high schooler. Like, right. I don't even know what I'm eating for breakfast tomorrow. I don't understand how a high yeah, school yeah. kid is supposed to know yeah. what their life's course is going yeah, to be. Yeah, th- these, are, these are real mistakes that real people are making with mm-hmm. real repercussions. Right. And and now we're just trying to figure out, uh, you know, what what the next move is. Because mm-hmm. he doesn't know. He, he's completely lost right now. Well, I'm really, I don't want to say excited, because that sounds a little too <laughs> overjoyed, but I am really intrigued and interested to see what happens in the coming episodes, because now Damn. we have a million different storylines. It's getting deeper and deeper, and I feel like you hinted at a new JJ storyline of some deep darkness or adversity there, so I'm really excited to to learn more about your storyline as well. I do want us to do the MVP segment, because this is our favorite segment each week, where we talk about yes. our MVP of this week's episode. MVP. All right, can I take it away? Let me take it away. So I have to start off by saying that our real MVP right now is definitely Hunter. Uh-huh. Cheers to that. Yes. Yeah, cheers. I mean, honestly, you were the comic relief uh-huh. in this episode. If we did not have you, we would be crying Aww. or too happy. <laughs> you kept us balanced at this moment. Thank I do you. also think that Billy Baker was a, a good, a mm. sideline good MVP mm-hmm. as well. Yeah. He he stuck it out, he, and he put his foot down, coming yeah. back calm. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. kudos to him, finally. I agree. <laughs> we love it. Sierra? I am literally so annoying because I won't leave this alone. Asher is my MVP. <laughs> like, literally that moment when he looks at her and he's like, tell me to not kiss you. Like, he's like, I don't know if I'm, like, picking this up the right way. Like, I don't... Like, that skinny love? I yeah, can't yeah, yeah. shut up about it. Like, I'm so obsessed. Yeah. Asher's yeah. MVP. Yeah. And I can't wait for next week. Just to yes. see their love, like, just turn into something beautiful. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Hunter? My MVP? Yes. Mm-hmm. Y'all, of course. Truly, showing up here, you guys have been so warm and welcoming and knowledgeable about the show, which means so much to us because everything you guys give us in form of feedback, we get to then put into the show. And uh, and all the fans that are watching and commenting, uh, we're, we're doing this for you guys. So mad love to y'all for real. Oh my Thanks, God. Hunter. You can come back <laughs> anytime. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> 
love every episode. You. You're yes. more than welcome Aww. to join the conversation. We really love talking to you today. Um, any final thoughts on this week's episode? Final thoughts. I'm like kind of nervous and scared. Mm. But it's gonna be good. I like the show is just starting to get so good and we saw this last season, we're like kind of in the middle, it started to like really pick up and we're getting to that point where like everything's established and like now things are like going down. Mm-hmm. Like we're in a good spot. Things mm-hmm. are going down. Oh my god, so honest. <laughs> yes. <laughs> but you did say earlier, I feel like you're speaking in clues. You said they're not sinking, they're rising. <laughs> So even though they're going down, maybe it's going to come I'm back up again? I'm leaving it for interpretation. I don't know. <laughs> I'm getting way too into it right now. I'm trying to figure every clue out. Zakia. My only final thought is that Coop and Spencer are BFF goals. I will mm. <laughs> Yes, Fact. definitely BFF goals, especially the way Coop speaks with Grace, his mom. Oh, it's so cute. I, I love that it. Moment. Yeah. Yeah. I Just after watching the teaser episode for next week, I... I just have so many different thoughts. I'm like, are we going to see Laura leave now? And it's going to be Billy Baker's parenting and storyline. Are they ever going to be together at the same time? Just that genuine (laughs) shipper right here. Um, But yeah, my final thoughts is that this was the strongest episode we've seen yet. Yes. I think that the writers did an incredible job weaving in so many complex storylines in here. I love that your character got even more of a highlight in this week's episode because we really do want to see more and more of JJ. Mm -hmm. I feel like he's so in endearing and everything that you said about you know being warm-hearted and relating to your character i feel that warmth right now thank you um i think it's hilarious that you're not a party person yeah Yeah, because that's always interesting is like playing the extrovert when you're you know more reserved absolutely i guess i think that's super interesting which just means great acting then thank you um and thank you so much for joining us today my pleasure do you have any upcoming projects that you'd like to plug i do i do have a handful of things that i'm working on you know i'm in such a position where everything that I'm doing it's hard to talk about and everything that I do I can't say what it is uh, just uh, for, t- for example today I, like I wish I could tell you what we shot today it would blow y'all's minds <laughs> but I can't so I have a handful episode of things episode 11 right? episode 11 was yeah, yeah it was we today we shot today I, I'm telling uh, you uh, so 6 through okay. 11 like they're 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 so I, like, good. They're <laughs> so every, good, okay. truly. As a fan, are of there going to be new characters that are like going to be thrown into the mix that are going to be highlighted, or do you think it's going to stay the same cast for now? I think that we listen to feedback and we we are supply and demand show. <laughs> oh, no. And and that the, the the right people will be where they need to be and, and fill in any missing gaps. But I don't think we have any missing gaps at the moment. Okay. I literally like every time you speak, like, <laughs> it's so like authentic and genuine. I'm like so captivated by it. I love it. Oh, yeah, I love so it. Sweet. Oh my god. Yeah. What are you looking forward to most for the show before we leave? Uh, honestly, because I know what's coming up, I'm looking forward to the fans getting some potential resolve to some certain issues that are going on, uh, to some periods coming in where there are currently question marks. Mm-hmm. All that's coming, and we're telling this story in such a, in my opinion, a beautiful, truthful way that is raw and real, and I'm just so proud to be a part of it. Uh, so I'm, I'm just looking forward to continuing, in, you know, as, as everybody around the show would say, the marathon continues, yes. and I'm looking forward to, to, to being a part of that. Well, thank you so much, Hunter. Truly. Really well stated. Where can people find you on Instagram, Twitter, the internet? Yes, yes, Hunter Cloudis. Uh, just my name. You can hit me up anywhere. 
I respond to every comment I get. I'm just super appreciative of the love. So uh, thank y'all so much for having me, and I uh, look forward to seeing y'all again soon. Thank you so much thank for you. joining us. We loved it. We had such a blast. <laughs> uh, where can everyone find you, Zakia? Hi, guys. You can find me on Instagram at ZakiaW underscore. Check it out. You can find me on Instagram, Twitter, and YouTube at Sierra Chanel. And you can find me on Instagram and Twitter at MunaMakesMagic. I'm your movie expert. I'm going to be doing a lot of cool reviews, so check that out. And thank you so much for joining us here at the All-American After Show. We love you. Thank you for engaging with us. Uh, remember to give us five stars on iTunes and uh, engage with us on YouTube and give us two thumbs up. Uh, we take all of your feedback into consideration, much like the All-American Show. So thank you so much, everyone. We'll see you all next week. Bye. Bye. Our founder, Kevin Undergaro, and me, Maria Menunos, would like to thank you for tuning in to AfterBuzz TV. Remember, we're not just the first, we're the biggest in the world, and we're the only destination for all your favorite TV shows. Whatever you crave, we've got it. So go to AfterBuzzTV.com and check out our lineup. Buzz you later. <laughs> the views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.